And I thought I would start Weather Jazz off this episode a little differently with this wonderful Icelandic song. And it's all for a reason. This is Jan Jonsson, one of the guests I previously have had here on Weather Jazz. And one of my favorite songs from here, Dirka Mast, a song that was out about a year to a year and a half ago. Very, very popular in Iceland. And I simply don't grow tired of listening to that song. But there's a reason I'm playing that today is because my focus not only today but also on Open Line Friday, will be Icelandic. So, welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Most of the time, weather and science, but every once in a while, simply because I find it fascinating and interesting, I'll cover something completely off-topic, and we're going to do that today in just a little bit with a guest, by the way, I have had on Weather Jazz before. And it's not Jan Jonsson, but it is somebody from Iceland. I'm the host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I am the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 238 for Wednesday, September 15, 2021. From time to time, you might hear a little bit of banging. Uh, I don't think so, because it's uh, really having a tough time entering into my new soundproof studio here in the Weather Jazz studio. But I'm having a new roof put on, and we got the automatic alarm clock at 7.30 this morning when the workers simply arrived and climbed on the roof and uh, started making some noise. But it's going to be all well worth it, at least for us. But that's not the topic of today's Weather Jazz episode. I just wanted to alert you, just in case you heard some strange banging. I don't think you will, because we're pretty well insulated in the Weather Jazz studios. And this is a real test and a testament to the soundproofing in this room. That's definitely a good thing. All right, I have had this individual on Weather Jazz before. And I'm going to have him as a regular guest periodically. His name, Gunnar Ingi Gunnarsson, and he's the pastor of Lostofan Baptiste Kirka in Reykjavik or Kopovor, a suburb of Reykjavik, Iceland. And since then, uh, we've become wonderful uh, friends. We become supporters of something called the Iceland Project, which you'll hear more about on Friday, Open Line Friday, uh, because of the conversation I've had today was just so delightful. I'm going to split this up into two sections. And uh, so between now and Friday, uh, you will hear the entire conversation. Uh, 
Well, there is a lot going on in Iceland these days. I mentioned that in episode number 237 when we talked about the volcano. And so that is going to be the first topic that I breach with Gunnar today. So let's get right into the conversation that I had with Gunnar a little earlier today. Gondayan Vinirmin. Gondayan Vinirmin. Tak frir timan i dag. Takka þér sömu leiðis, bróðir. Yeah. Uh, Íslensku í land í land. Já, en kemur nær og nær, meir og meir. Uh, já, já, takk. It's about as far as I'm going to take it today. <laughs> But that is a, a little bit better than the last time we spoke, I think. Anyway. Yeah, and you're starting to using Icelandic phrases like "lanti land," which right. is which is like a fisherman saying. There's there's long long to shore, like long ways to shore. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's cool. Incorporating that in a sentence, <laughs> that's awesome. And, and that's the way we learn. And uh, I uh, spoke with one of your congregation members, uh, Hildur, and and she gave me some great first readers I'm at the point where uh, I think I need to expand my vocabulary but I uh, I can't do it reading uh, Morgan Bladet uh, I I have to oh, use yeah. <laughs> I've got to use something like a like a first grade reader and she gave me some great suggestions well welcome welcome in Dark Raiders Dark Raiders <laughs> And it is now uh, the point where you have equal day and equal night, and you can finally get a little more sleep now, I would imagine, uh, because blackout curtains are not quite as necessary now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we also have these like weird windows in in the roof of our building, so they're, they're sideways. So blackout curtains are kind of difficult for us in the yeah. kids' rooms, anyways. <laughs> oh so boy. we've been uh, taping up some plastic bags, trying to make it work throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. Glad to be able to take those down. So we're happy about it. You're one of the most popular uh, people on the podcast. Whenever we have you on, uh, we always spike up. People are always interested in what's going on. Maybe that has something to do with the volcano, which uh, after, what, nine days and the geologist thought the eruption is over and all of a sudden Saturday night it comes to life. Yeah, I, I, you probably know more about this than I do, but I don't know how like uh, how how settled the science around volcanic activity actually is. So I I feel like they're still in the learning stages. So oh, they're all getting yes. yes. predicaments and uh, uh, what they expect to see in the next year, and it just never turns out to be. You know, like one expert was saying, yeah, it's probably over now, and then no, oops, he goes again. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were shutting down the the walking trail up to it now because now it's spewing down the, the actual walking trail to the volcano that I I, I oh, took up there. Oh boy. So they're trying to evacuate all the people because the lava is flowing pretty pretty fast right now. But that's what yeah, it's I exciting heard. to see. And and, uh, and from what I understand, it's flowing in a new direction, north instead of south or southwest or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's bound to change directions because I don't think there, there's much of a valley. It was, it was, uh, it started in a Fagradalsfjall, which is beautiful mountain, and then mm-hmm. and, and there was a valley next to it called Keldigadalur. Uh, I don't think there's much of a valley there anymore. So no, it's uh, all so filled it's bound in. to flow. Yeah, it's bound mm-hmm. to flow in a different direction, and it's exciting to see. 
It's really cool. It kind of reminds me of like Psalm 19 when it talks about the grandeur of God being seen in the stars. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, like they, they don't say a word yet their message is heard all throughout the earth. And mm-hmm. I feel like the same thing is happening with this volcano. I'm like, when I went there, I was just taken aback because it's not saying a word, but it's speaking about the grandeur and majesty of God that I was like, it just took me back. It was, it was amazing. And I look at it and it's just a little piece of yeah. uh, the earth coming out. But yet to us and to our eyes, I mean, it's it's just the power is amazing, yet it's just, just a little piece of what is actually going on inside the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and there, there might be, again, like, I don't know how, how settled the science is, but the, there are some experts throwing out the idea that this might be the first time in a few hundred years where we have two volcanoes in one year. Uh, go spewing off at the same time. So there's been some look, uh, some, uh, earthquake activity actually pretty close to the church building we meet in and, uh, across the lake there. You, you've, you've been in worship with us yeah, so across the lake yeah. on the other side where there's no houses. There's yeah. been some earthquakes over there. Really? And, yeah. Oh there's still like red rocks over there from previous volcanoes. So we're waiting and seeing and, uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time. It's most we see is uh, a lit up sky and, and then, uh, pollution in the air, I think. Like I see more mm. gray, bluish fog that I, mm-hmm. I, I think is pretty, pretty sure it's just a volcano. So, so you're saying that across the lake from Kupavor, uh, there might actually be a second eruption, or uh, or not? Yeah, there was some talk about that a few months ago, uh, oh, and now okay. there's some other earthquake activity elsewhere on the island. I forgot where it was, but again, it's it's those like I feel like the experts are just kind of guessing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, we'll see. I'll just wait and see. And what's this happening? Well, let's take a short break right here, and when we come back, we'll delve into another topic. We'll see what's going on with Lofstofan Baptista Kierka, which is the church that Gunnar pastors. That's coming up right after this short break. Well, let's, uh, if I can change directions just a little bit, I want to talk about the Lofstofan, which means upper room, uh, Lofstofan yeah. Baptista Kierka, uh, Baptist Church. Uh, you've got a lot going on there. I mean, you are on the move uh, in in the greater Reykjavik because you're expanding. You've got some new things going on. Tell us about the new things happening at Lofstofan. Yeah, I mean, actually, today is the first day we're starting a journey to recovery with some ministry for uh, those who are coming out of a background of addiction and want to do mm-hmm. it with a biblical uh, worldview and mindset. And uh, we've actually, yeah, so we've we've don't really have a really good Christian alternative to that. And and actually, some people who have started attending our church who have gone through secular programs have been told to stop attending our church. So we were we were sort of like we didn't want to reinvent the the wheel, but uh, mm-hmm. we are excited about a guy in our church who's got a burden for this that I've been praying for for years. So that's starting actually as we record this. Wow. And, uh, great. Yeah. So it's like in a few hours time and, and we don't really know what to expect <laughs> if we should expect one person to show up or 20, but uh, we're just excited to see that sort of start to grow. We're our youth ministry. We have a youth ministry for the first time in eight years. And uh, yeah, like the story up until this point is there's been a lot of difficulty and just, yeah, you had to work really, really hard and be willing to be discouraged for a while to see something start. 
And this youth ministry just kind of blew up. Like, I think we have like 15 youth, which may not sound a lot to Americans, but that, that would unfortunately place it among probably the top five youth ministries in Iceland. Wow. Uh, that's, how, that's how sad the situation is over here mm. with regards to youth or even just church attendance. Um, so we're, we're super excited about it uh, and about Matt. And we're starting an Icelandic service on Wednesday. So I'm about to do that here in a few hours and uh, lead the people there and, and hopefully move on over to a second service on Sundays with that. So we got a core group of about 12 people right now and we're seeing it grow. So hopefully as it outgrows our living room, we'll see a second service mm-hmm. happening on Sundays. Yeah. So there's a, wow. a, a lot of stuff and then the university ministries restarting and uh, mm-hmm. discipleship groups multiplying. And so we're just excited and, and there's a growing team, which just comes with its own headaches and how, how to establish good communication and growing pains and, how to how to make sure it's all functioning well so you can be praying for us mm. oh you bet that's at Heskoli uh, uh, Island uh, yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. and, yeah. and how, how big is the group there at the university i think the core group of people would be like roughly 10 people there yeah great you know it's yeah. a start yeah it's well i mean again like I, I, yeah, I, it, I guess it it is strange hearing it from an American perspective. I know like some youth, uh, like college groups have hundreds of people showing up in, in the U.S. Um, I, I got to speak at some of those events. Uh, but no, like, if, was it Fellowship of Christian Athlete, Athletes? Mm, that's, that's right, Fellowship, yeah. 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 I got to speak at some of those events and I was just blown away. But I was also kind of brokenhearted because you never see anything like that in Iceland. So, um but yeah, unfortunately, start somewhere. Start yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we're excited to see just gospel presence there in, in that mm-hmm. one university. And then next this University of Reykjavik and then University of Akureyri and others, hopefully, in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, when we, Noah and I came to, to the services uh, back in, uh, I want to say that was uh, 2018, 2017. It was the year that uh, that you had... Uh, uh, you had just returned from like three months in the U.S. Uh, from uh, your your uh, break. Um, let's see, was that? I think that was 2018. Yeah, yeah, 2018. I think you had, uh, I believe, one service. It was Icelandic, but you had interpreters. We had we had those ears, so we could we could listen, and uh, we even sang a little bit in Icelandic because that was that was fun because we knew the song. Uh, at any rate, uh, now your 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 core. Uh, there is uh, some. <laughs> you you might be able to hear some really low rumbling. We're getting a new roof put in right now, so if you hear some strange sounds, that's what's going on. It's right outside my window, which is not soundproofed. Everything <laughs> else is soundproofed. <laughs> Uh, but at any rate, uh, your main service is in English, um, but you're building the Icelandic uh, uh, version in your home soon to expand, I trust, uh, to a second service, which is very, very cool. Uh, take us through the, the metamorphosis of, of all of this, and I bet you it's just trial by, by error, trial by success yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean that's been our story from the beginning. Trial by 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 error and just trying new things and mm-hmm. evaluating a few months later, does this work? Then no, let's switch over. Um, so that we do, we do that with evangelism and also just 
well, just everything that we do. Cause no one is really, there's, there's a lot of, uh, programs and, uh, networks, uh, in the U S that have uh, sort of nailed down some like best practices. There's nothing like that here in Iceland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we started out in Icelandic. We were just fully expecting to be an Icelandic church. And, and so I just started preaching. And then over the years, God started sending people from all over the world to us from mm. Ghana mm. and Nigeria, South Africa, Poland, Germany, uh, Canada, France. Yeah. It wow. was, it, it got very multicultural <laughs> very quickly. And with that came struggles of, well, we need someone, you know, some of them don't speak Icelandic. And so I, I continued preaching in Icelandic and we had Fredberg who for three years, every single Sunday would show up and, and wow. translate live. And it was not just like a boring translator, like, oh yes, Jesus died for your son and so on and so forth. No, mm-hmm. it was like, he was, cause he's also a preacher. Like he was preaching in oh, English. Oh, I remember. Was, yeah. Was it was really great. good. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, after three years of that, we just realized that's not so, uh, sustainable because, I yeah. mean, having, having to hear another language and then translate directly into another language while listening to what's being said still, it just mm-hmm. fries your brain of, of 45 minutes of doing that. It's just really difficult, especially with someone like me who speaks pretty fast. And so we tried to split it into two services. So we had an Icelandic and English service of 20 people each in my mind. Uh, but then the Icelanders just stopped showing up for the Icelandic service and moved on over to the English because they mm-hmm. missed the people and they wanted to be uh. with their brothers and sisters. And they didn't really mind if it was in English because all of them knew English. And so uh, it got to a service where there was one Icelander left in the audience and there was a full <laughs> band and I was preaching. And so I was like, you know, well, how about we just move it over to English? And she was like, yeah, okay. Um, so we decided to do that. Um, and we didn't really run into anyone who, who cared what language it was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause a lot of Icelanders speak English, but uh, only recently we started running into people who, who were telling us, I would love to show up. I just find it weird that you're in English and I would rather have it in Icelandic. Mm-hmm. And so we just decided to like take that as a call to God saying, Hey, this is the time to uh, start the Icelandic service. And so we went ahead and we're just in this trial period right now. Like, I don't think I'm really gifted in these uh, interactive teaching moments. I feel like Elliot or other pastor is way better in, in doing that. So I'm growing in that area of interactive teaching and talking and throwing out questions and, and everything else. Um, I feel like more, I'm probably better at like preaching in front of people. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so we were testing this out and if we have enough people, we're just going to move it over to the church building on Sundays. We'll be in prayer for that, and I'm sure that those that are listening to Weather Jazz will will join you in that prayer, and we're going to watch you grow, and it's been fun to watch you grow over the these last few years. I want to ask you about your method of preaching, because you've mentioned this before, even in some of your messages, which are always available on Sermons from Iceland, that's a podcast. We'll talk more about that in a bit. But what is your method and what is the reason behind your preaching? I, I, I know what it is, but I want our listeners here to get a sample of how it is you operate when you're putting together messages. Yeah, um, I mean, we 
we tend to do what's called expositional preaching or exegetical mm-hmm. preaching. So we try to stay in our text and, and make the text speak for itself and try to make mm-hmm. the main point of the sermon, the main point of the text. Of course, it's going to have different applications from 2000 years ago to, to, to now in Iceland. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, uh, we, we typically, uh, there's some exceptions where we, we take breaks, but we typically work our way through books of the Bible, be it Ecclesiastes or, uh, first Corinthians, or right now we're in first John. Uh, and we just preach the next text, the next few verses that are in there and use that as the sort of Bible series in our mind. Mm-hmm. It's just the book itself. Um, we try to, uh, yeah, we're trying to thinking through. So some of the bigger books, like we did the gospel of Matthew, we broke that up into a few sections. Um, but yeah, we typically try to settle down into a book and work our way through it. Um, and it's, it's worked really well for us because it, it both protects me from the congregation. If they, if they keep telling me, Oh, Gunnar, you're always preaching about sin or something like that. I can, mm-hmm. I can just point to the verse and say, I just, I just read the next verses and I taught, I taught what the text says. So mm-hmm. maybe God is pointing at you, maybe, maybe po- po- poking at you for something that needs to change. But, um, and it also protects the congregation for me because I definitely have hobby horse subjects that I could talk on and on and on about. And I could make every sermon revolve around that. And I feel like having this new verses every week to set the agenda mm-hmm. um, is also helpful for the congregation because I think it was the apostle Paul that said, I preached the whole counsel of God to you. And and, uh, that's what I want to do. And I could very easily just uh, preach my favorite portions, (laughs) you know, if you will. So, and I I think it also helps the people think through how they study the Bible on on their own. So doing it that way. Well, we're going to pause our conversation right there today, and we'll pick up on that conversation on Open Line Friday coming up. So I hope you're looking forward to it as much as I am to present that. And I certainly hope that you enjoyed the start of the conversation today with Gunnar up in Iceland. In the meantime, if you have a question or topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can reach me right here at weatherjazz at yahoo.com or you can call the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line 234-525-5888. And you can get all of that information on weatherjazz.com by clicking on the Contacts tab at the very top. Well, thanks for being with us today. And if you live in Northeast Ohio, enjoy the humidity on the way out. If you like the cooler, drier air, the next couple of days will be really something that you're going to enjoy. I will see you tonight, Fox 8 News at 5 and 7 p.m. And or I will see you right here again with another engaging episode, the follow-up to the conversation I had with Gunnar today on Open Line Friday, right here on Weather Jazz. Go on, Diane. Weather and science across the globe. Weather Jazz Podcast.